0: This is the Brighter Web Podcast. Insights on growing a small business using the latest technology and marketing best practices. I'm your co-host, Robert Carnes. Hey, and I'm Mickey Mellon. Good to be here, Robert. Another episode. An exciting topic. What, what more kind of could you ask topic. For?
1: Yeah, I love WordPress plugins. I first got into WordPress like in 2005. There weren't plugins then. And you had to kind of hack it together to make it work. I remember the first thing I did was make it where you could have a, a WYSIWYG interface. you know, Not just plain text, but a what you see is what you get with bold and italic. Because the first WordPress didn't have that, and it took a lot of hacking to make that happen. And now there's, that's, of course, built in. but Lots of plugins you can just install and work and make things happen for you. It's fantastic. With some drawbacks. We'll get into that in a little bit, too. Sure.
0: Yeah, that's one of the reasons why WordPress is such a strong CMS. There's a reason that more people use it to build websites than just about any other tool out there is because... There's such a wide community of people building up uh, tools and, and add-ons that you can very easily plug into the site. So that's exactly what we're talking about today: is WordPress plugins and ones that we think that uh, any website could benefit from.
1: Yep. And as of as of this recording, there are fifty-nine thousand eight hundred eighty-nine free plugins for WordPress and countless more paid ones. We're not going to cover all of them. <laughs> In fact, we're going to cover. Less than a tenth of a percent. we got a handful we're going to get into today. So.
0: Yes, absolutely. And we've kind of, uh, for your ease of listening and understanding, we've grouped some of these together into a couple different categories to just make it a little bit easier to to figure out the purpose behind some of these different plugins. So uh, the first one that we want to cover is security and spam, making sure that your, your site is secure and that the content is Clean as much as possible. So I mean, I guess let's begin, Mickey, by uncovering why this is an important thing to address on a website.
1: Yeah, with with any website, particularly WordPress, security is very important. At the end of the day, producing great content is really what you need to worry about. And we'll get into some plugins that help you with that. But if you can produce great content, you got it. But you gotta make sure it stays safe and doesn't get hacked, doesn't get taken down that sort of thing. So there's three security and spam related plugins that we'll talk about briefly. One is Akismet, actually made by the WordPress folks, really to help with comment spam. It'll automatically filter out comment spam. And some of the form plugins, if you have a contact form on your site, can tie into Akismet as well and help filter out the spam. The cool thing with Akismet, it's used by millions of sites. So as you mark things as spam, it helps millions of other site u- users and, and helps build up the knowledge base behind Akismet. Uh, it's a paid plugin now. You have to pay, but you don't have to pay. I encourage you to because it's fantastic, but when you go to pay for it, you can drag it it'll ask you how much do you want to pay and you can drag it to zero if you want. It's a personal site, you can make it free. I think we pay like 50 bucks a month or something for it just because we use it a lot we get value from it so it's it's worth digging into there.
0: And if you want to keep uh, WordPress free and keep uh, you know them exactly able to produce great content and great tools, it's worth, yeah, throwing them a bone every once in a yeah, while.
1: If there's a good product I like and the price is reasonable, I'll buy it usually whether I need to or not. Things like Feedly where I pay for the pro subscription. I get no value from it, but if I can throwing five bones, you know, help them live longer because it's a great tool. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to do that for any of these kinds of things. And, so.
0: and it helps support people out there who aren't able to pay for this. Exactly. And, and still need to get the benefit from the plugin like Akismet. Yep. Uh, so what are some more uh, security and spam plugins people should know about?
1: Yep. So there's two others we use on pretty much every site we manage. One is Blog Vault. Uh, it's a backup service. Uh, it also has some, some anti-malware pieces in there where it'll scan your content. What's really cool about BlogVault is a lot of web hosts don't like anti-spam, anti-malware plugins. They appreciate them, but those can be a grind on a server. It's having to churn through all your files and dig around and look for stuff. You know how it is with antivirus software on a computer, it can drive you to a halt. Same with web servers. With BlogVault, what's cool is it backs up your site, as often as you want. We do it once a day for all of our clients on that one. But then once it backs it up, it churns and burns on their server, not on yours. So it digs into the backup to see if there's any malicious code and then lets you know about it and it matches what's on your site and you can deal with it there. And they have a firewall and some other things, but really we have them for the backup and then for another layer of malware scanning because I think having multiple layers of both of those is very important to do.
0: So what's what's the final security spam plugin? We yeah. should check out.
1: And then the last one is very similar to Blog Vault, It's called Manage WP. It's a just another platform to load all of our clients in that does daily backups and has a softer version of malware scanning. Uh, but it's great for updating plugins in bulk and doing things like that. And for us, it becomes a second backup of every site every day in a different location just in, things, in case things go wrong. It looks at spam from a slightly different angle, so something BlogVault could miss, it might pick up. Just, again, another set of eyes, another backup, another place to do updates just to keep things running smooth. So between Akismet, BlogVault, and Manage WP. And they do a lot to keep all of our sites running smoothly and quickly and safely.
0: And those those last two, BlogVault and Managed WP, are also paid, correct?
1: Correct. Yeah. BlogVault I think starts at like eight dollars per month per site, and Managed WP does it based on features. I think it's free for unlimited sites for some basic things like monthly backups. If you want daily backups, it's like a dollar a month per site. If you want malware scanning, it's like two dollars a month per site. If, you know, they have a lot of features. They charge a dollar or two per month per site. But then as you grow bigger, they're able to combine those and give you bulk packages and stuff. So. It's, it's a pretty good deal. BlogVault, yeah, starts at like $8 a month per site and then, again, scales down as you add more sites to it.
0: So once our, our sites are secure, once they're free of spam, they're not going to get hacked they're not going to get taken down, they're backed up. Uh, another thing we need to pay attention to is actually driving people to those websites. So that's where SEO is an important thing. So um, you know we, we want people to actually be able to locate our websites through Google and other search engines. So what are some? Uh, what's the importance of that? And then what are some uh, plugins that can help your WordPress site actually get found online?
1: And I think you kind of hit the importance a little bit. It's Google finding you is very important for yeah. most businesses. So being found is important. And SEO plugins, you know, search engine optimization plugins can help with that to a degree. I think. People give them too much credit sometimes. Again, just having a page that talks about a topic is the best thing you can do. Sure. But these plugins will do a couple things to help you make that page even better. Uh, the one we use is called SEO Press. Kind of like WordPress, but SEO Press. It's a great plugin. Um, all these plugins basically do two things. They, they do some basic things around the site with sitemaps and overall indexing status and just things kind of at a high site level. But then they also give you tools on each individual page or post with tips and ideas on how to make that page better. Uh, the other one a lot of people use is called Yoast, Y-O-A-S-T, Yoast SEO, and it does a great job with the on-page, on-post content. You tell it a focus keyword, say, I want this this post to be about web strategy, for example, and it'll say, okay, you want it to be about that, but you should probably add it more in the title and talk about it a bit more on the site, maybe add an image related to it. Mm-hmm. It's not going to, the plugin won't help you rank better in and of itself, but it'll give you good tips that you can adjust your content, make your content better, so your content will rank, and again, SEO Press and Yoast are very similar. There's other ones like Rank Math, and there's a lot of good SEO plugins out there. I don't know that any are necessarily better than the others, um, but yeah, SEO Press has worked very well for us.
0: And I think it's worth noting you don't necessarily get any additional benefit by having three or four of these plugins Correct. Yeah, you don't want on your site. Usually, you just want to pick one that works best for you. Which again, there's pros and cons. They're pretty similar to one another, but pick one and and just go with it.
1: That's a good point. Yeah, when we go back to the security and spam. That can be a problem with some of those too. If you layer too many of those, they can conflict with each other. Blog Vault and ManageWP get along well. But yeah, with the SEO stuff, you don't want SEO press and Yoast and Rank Math. You want to pick one, set it up properly, and use it. And yeah, it should help your content be better and therefore help you get found more by Google.
0: So our, our third and final kind of bucket of plugins here, our, our category is essentially the website's content. And that can be a pretty broad category, uh, you know applied to a lot of different types of plugins, which we've got a variety that we want to talk through. So um, yeah, what's the first plugin we want to know about when it comes to building out good content for a website?
1: So the first one is a, a page builder we like called Beaver Builder. Uh, just a visual page editor so you can easily drag and drop images and tables and layouts and stuff into your pages without having to deal with trying to align them perfectly and do that sort of thing. So Beaver Builder is fantastic for content. There's other good ones like Elementor and a handful of others you've probably mm-hmm. heard of that are that are also very good. We've again hitched our wagon to Beaver Builder and we're happy with that. But you can choose others and still have the right choice.
0: There are some that aren't quite as good Correct. and don't yeah. like as much, and that's why we usually yeah. recommend Beaver Builder. Yeah,
1: Beaver Builder I think is top is right up there. There's a few other good ones, but there's some that, yeah, just become a bloated mess and can and cause some damage there. Um, another one we use on a lot of sites is called Redirection. It just helps you set up page redirects from one to another. On a new site, that's not necessarily too important, but it's hugely important if you're moving your site from one platform to another or a new build on WordPress. If the URLs of a page change, you want to redirect people that have that bookmarked or that Google still has it or whatever. If, like, you used to have a page called aboutus.html and now it's just slash about, those are two different pages and you may confuse Google and may confuse confuse users, so redirection, we can say, hey, if anyone tries to get to the old aboutus.html, just take them to the new about page instead. Users won't even notice it. It's just an instant redirection, but it passes all the, the Google juice to the new location. Mm-hmm. does a good job with that. The other case where we use that one too is if people want to print or do a QR code for a specific page on their site, the, the page might be you know, greenmailmedia.com slash events slash the big meetup for next year. You know A long URL, and we can use a redirect, say, hey, go to greenmailmedia.com slash meetup, for example, and we'll set up a redirect that takes people from that short URL to the big, long, ugly one. Makes it easy to say.
0: That's what I was going to mention. Is it? It can be really helpful for tracking things like that as well. Like I, I can create a long UTM Google tracking code, yep. uh, with with all the sorts of different tags that, when I look at in Google Analytics, it tells me where they came from. But I will spit it through a redirection plugin like yep. this one and shorten it so that it's really easy to type in for someone, and they don't see all that crazy, junky code. Yep, great example. Um, so yeah, I mean, that, it's a really helpful thing both from a technical standpoint but also from a content marketing standpoint.
1: Yeah. the other thing I like with redirection too is you can enable it to track 404s, so any page not found errors that pop mm-hmm. up on your site, and it'll group them by which ones show up most often. So if you forget to redirect a page or if you have a typo somewhere, you'll see like, huh, 15 people tried to access this page and they all got errors, let's fix that. And in just a couple clicks in redirection, you say, hey, that 404, click, should go to this actual address. Click, and you're done. And people that go there in the future get it. And again, Google likes that as well.
0: So we've got Beaver Builder, Redirection. What are some more plugins for content?
1: So three more I want to get into, um, sort of four more. But uh, the next one is Gravity Forms. Just having a good form plugin on your site for your contact form and that sort of thing is great. We like Gravity Forms because it integrates with more third-party tools than anyone out there. So you can have when people sign up, you know, send a question through your website. You can add them to your Mailchimp list or have them drop it in your PipeDrive CRM. Or you can connect it with so many different things just natively with Gravity Forms. That it does a fantastic job. And it, again, it has some uh, spam tools built into it with recaptchas and honeypots and all the fun, the fun anti-spam things to help keep your form from getting overrun by bots. And does a good job. It's not free, but they're pretty robust. Like Get all the extensions and everything for a couple hundred bucks, and it's been worth it to us to have that.
0: Yeah, and and like there are for so many of these other examples, there's plenty of other form plugins out there. For sure, like Contact Form Seven and Ninja Forms, the list is long. But yeah, we yeah. like Gravity Forms because of how robust it
1: is. Yep, yeah, for sure. The next one is kind of two-in-one, it's WP Rocket and Imageify, and so this is to speed up your site. You know, loading speed's important. Google says it's fairly important. Humans thinks it's very important, Um, but it's good to have a fast site, and this basically creates a cache for your website, for people to do cached versions of pages, and what that is with WordPress or with anything else, when you load a page, it has to pull in all the hundreds of WordPress files and theme files and look at the plugins and kind of construct the whole page in real time, and the fact that a page loads in two or three seconds, having done all that is fascinating to me, but if you have to do it every single time, it can slow things down. And these caching plugins like WP Rocket wait till the whole page is built and kind of take a snapshot of the final product. And when the next person comes along, they say, hey, here's the cache version. Here's here's what you're looking for. And it refreshes itself every 12 hours or so if content changes, but makes your site load faster and take less strain on the server, that sort of thing. And then they have a sister product called Imageify. There's a, a variety of plugins for this. And this just kind of smushes your images down to be a more more realistic size on the site. You know, if you take a raw image from your camera or from your iPhone or whatever, it's a huge image. And this will help crush that down so it still looks great but takes up a lot less space and loads more quickly and all the things that come with that.
0: People forget that anytime you're loading a web page with videos or images or any of those kind of things, if you've got the full version on there, you're basically having to download that entire file. Correct. And a plugin like this is helping to optimize the, the actual file that they're, that is being downloaded from the site.
1: Yeah, and these, these tools, especially WP Rocket, can minimize the number of files you need to download. Because it feels like you're browsing a website, but really you're not. You're asking for a website and it loads the whole website on your computer mm-hmm. every time you click a page. And that's generally hundreds of files that are needed to generate a single page with sure. style sheets and images and all that kind of stuff. and so. WP Rocket can kind of merge a few of those and make it a little tighter. So you're only downloading, say, 90 files. And then Imageify makes a lot of the images smaller. So of those 90, they're even smaller sizes and can make things. It adds up to a pretty good experience.
0: Just makes yeah. things run faster and smoother exactly. overall. Yeah. yeah. So what's what's the last plugin we should be aware of?
1: So this, this one we use probably the least of all of them, but it's one of my favorites. It's called WordPress Editorial Calendar. And so I blog every day, and that makes it tough because I like to have five or 10 posts already in the hopper ready to go and trying to figure out when they're going to go is, is tricky. I don't want to get into big fancy software like Sprout Social or some of those that do a great job of planning but are kind of overkill. And this lets me in the back end of WordPress view a calendar view and kind of drop my posts under which day I want to write them or which day I want to publish them, excuse me. So as I have a draft, they show up on the side and I say, drag this into the 12th, drag this one to the 13th. Oh, wait, I'm going to make that the 14th and you just kind of drag things around as you see fit. I think you can auto-publish from it too. I don't do that, but at least when I wake up on the morning of the 14th, I know which post i had already written. I think I'm going to do that day. Click on it, publish it, off we go, and, and WordPress editorial calendar makes that easy to do. I know you're familiar with some some bigger ones, again, like Sprout Social and some of those that Green Melon would be more appropriate with our clients, but for just a solo person, that one's a great plugin. Sure.
0: Yeah, most of those are external tools that just connect with WordPress, right. aren't necessarily just simple uh, plugins that you're viewing on the back Correct. end. And, if you don't have any of those by default, you're looking at just all the posts. And if you want to move several dates around, you have to go into each individual post and click edit or... Right. Change the date so- and then go
1: change the other one. You want to move it into its place. Right. It's, it's a big headache. So this just
0: simplifies things, which is nice if you are a, a blogger on a regular basis.
1: Yep. So there you go. So there's ten, 10 good plugins we use quite a lot. And yeah, most of these I couldn't live without. So. Well,
0: your WordPress website will thank you for this. <laughs> Trying for. out a few of these plugins that, again, we, we highly recommend.
1: And we'll have that full list in the show notes, so you can check those out at brighterweb.com, which
0: redirects to the actual page on the Green Melon uh, site. So, yeah. <laughs> I like what you did there. there Good job. Go. So, if you have been, thank you for listening to this episode of the Brighter Web Podcast, brought to you by Green Melon, a digital marketing agency. To help your business keep up with the latest digital marketing trends, check us out at greenmelon.com. You can also find those show notes that Mickey mentioned and more episodes at abrighterweb.com.